0: Good morning. It's Air Talk. I'm Larry Mantle. Coming up in our second hour, we're going to be taking a look at some L.A. County measures on your ballot in less than two weeks. Make sure you stay tuned. We're going to have KPCC reporters lay it out for you on measures H for L.A. County, S for L.A. City, as well as the marijuana uh, protocols for the city of Los Angeles. Though California students have struggled compared with students in other states, we're doing quite well in advanced placement exams. AP courses and tests allow high school students to take a more rigorous curriculum that's uh, supposedly at the college level. Last school year, nearly 29% of California public high school students passed an AP exam. That puts us fifth on the national list. But just as participation rates and success in AP are growing, some colleges are... Reevaluating accepting passage toward course credit. Why? What's going on? With us is Paul Weinstein. He directs uh, the MA in Public Management program at Johns Hopkins University. Sir, thank you for being with us.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, so, AP is at least statistically showing a great deal of success, it would seem. Why are uh, so many colleges and universities sort of reconsidering awarding those
1: units? Well, there's what they claim and what in reality is the, the what I believe is the actual truth being on the inside. And, and you're seeing this trend mainly, I should say, among the private institutions. Uh, what most institutions are saying basically is that they want their students to have the sort of full experience of on-campus learning and at their institution. They, so, for example, Dartmouth recently announced that they were eliminating credit for AP under sort of the argument that, of course, the, you know, that AP wasn't as good as what Dartmouth was providing, and therefore students should be required to take all courses at Dartmouth. Uh, and you're seeing that trend and grow. It, but right now, about 86% of the top um, 100 and, 150 universities and colleges in the United States now restrict AP in some way. And part of the, but I think part of this is is the result of the fact that AP. Testing um, has increased significantly. What the AP just recently announced was the fact that now over a million students are taking AP exams and are, you know, are successfully taking them and earning uh, potentially credit, which can cost, which can save them considerably in terms of cost on tuition.
0: So, you think this is financially driven by the colleges and universities or it's reputationally driven?
1: Well, I think. They will argue it's reputationally driven, but I will just again note that, uh, let me give the example of Dartmouth again, which as I pointed out, got rid of it for credit, but then stated that they would continue to allow students to opt out of core classes uh, at uh, Dartmouth because they took AP courses, and those AP courses were good enough um, so that they didn't have to take the core classes. So that seems to me to be a little bit... um, of uh, disingenuous.
0: All right. Oh, I'd love to hear from those of you who uh, have recently been part of AP. Maybe you're in college now or you're out of college just, you know, a few years ago. You want to talk about AP courses, whether you think that they are comparable to what you would have experienced in your freshman year of college. We're at 866-893-KPECC, 866-893-5722. We're the AirTalk page, kpecc.org. Also with us from the Institute in Washington DC the president of the organization Michael J Patrilli Mr. Patrilli thank you for being with us
2: great to be with you
0: what do you see as the limits in AP and 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 uh, the wants in the program?
3: Well, let me start by saying that there's a lot to like about the program. You know, we have studied the AP program a couple of times in the last decade or so, and every time we look at it, it's quite impressive. You know, the the courses themselves are very high quality. The tests, as far as we can tell, are, are rigorous. You know, AP is one of the... Sort of the last remaining standards in American education really have to know the material in order to pass the exams uh, and get college credit. I would agree with the other guests that it it is a shame that some of these colleges are not accepting that credit uh, because it does a lot of good for the American high school to have this kind of high standard for students to gun for. Now, you know, there's some people who will complain that some of the courses themselves or the tests uh, are not exactly what they'd like them to be, that maybe they encourage, for example, too much memorization rather uh, than deeper understanding. But look, I I have to say, I think that most of those concerns are misplaced. I think that if you want to pass an advanced placement exam, You've got to both know the material, which is important in its own right, but you've also got to be able to demonstrate what you know. You've got to be a strong writer. Uh, I think that this is a program that's done a a whole lot of good, and it's, it's great news that more kids are taking and passing the exams. Now we're up to, what, one in five? Uh, and, uh, you know, getting getting more kids into these rigorous courses is all for the good. I, I wonder
0: if part of the – particularly for the elite private institutions, the issue is that AP uh, passage used to be a proxy for – The very elite student now that so many more students have access and are taking AP exams and passing them is part of this that it's not quite as elite as it was because so many more people have access
3: Absolutely. No, I think that that is is exactly what's going on is that this has been democratized in a way. Uh, It's no longer just kids coming from fancy private schools or from from a few of those uh, very select, very, very sort of ambitious, uh, affluent suburban uh, public schools that are taking AP. Uh, It's it's now accessible in most high schools and more and more kids are taking it and succeeding in it. And so the colleges are faced with both more kids coming in with credit that could hurt their bottom line, uh, but also it it no longer is the same marker of of sort of elitism and status that it used to be. Uh, But again, on the whole, that's good. Uh, What it's showing is that more kids are capable of mastering this rigorous material. Now, where I get concerned is some high schools that have decided that they're so enthusiastic about AP that they basically encourage everybody to take AP courses. I certainly don't think there should be Uh, you know, really hard gates that keep kids out like we used to do. Uh, But I also don't think it makes sense to let everybody in whether they are ready for those courses or not. There's got to be a balance.
0: Michael Petrilli is president of the educational policy organization, the Thomas B. Fordham Institute in D.C. Also with us is the superintendent of the Linwood Unified School District here in Los Angeles County, Paul Gothold. The district is the recipient of the 2017 National AP District of the Year Award. Superintendent, Senator thank you for being with us. Thank you, and congratulations on your district's honor. That's uh, that's very impressive. So, what if if you were to wave a magic wand and to change AP in any way? What 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 reforms would you make
4: to it? Well, I don't know if I have the answer to that. I think uh, the way I'd like to answer the question is just that you know for. For a lot of districts and, and philosophies that surround AP, that it has been, you know, typically reserved for, um, for some students, and there have been barriers uh, to access those courses. And, it, and at Linwood, we want, we want the, the kids and the, and the parents to decide if this is right for them. We have grounded and built a, a culture of um, really uh, the moral imperative of preparing every kid for college, and if they choose not to go, it's their choice and not the system. And, you know, what we've seen um, as a result of that, we've grouped our kids heterogeneously across the board. Um, we, do, we got rid of tracking. And, and any kid who wants AP can take it, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. That's our belief. Why? Why? Um, because our belief system is that any kid can learn anything under the right set of circumstances, and that's what we believe in.
0: Because I thought, I thought in education the idea is that there has to be the foundation there for kids to be able to succeed at the next level.
4: Well, if, if, I, if I may, you know, this, this starts at preschool for us. This is not just a, a, a high school level program. And what I mean by that is we have universal preschool. Um, we have expectations for children beginning in preschool and kindergarten all the way through that are consistent across our district. That's where the equity platform comes into play. Um, for example, in, high, in our high school, we used to have six periods of, um, of, of English. We, uh, you know, six different options. We have one pre AP English. That's what every child takes. It's just a belief system that we want to expose and prepare kids for a, a high quality and rigorous education. Our graduation rates were 58% seven years ago. They're now over 90% at both high schools. So we have a tremendous amount of work to do. And and again, we want to leave this up to the the kid. And yeah, we do have support classes and we do have some activities on Saturdays where we've articulated with colleges and universities and providing uh, academies and things of that nature. But what we believe in is every child deserves that opportunity. Um, we have tripled our participation in AP, and uh, okay. our test results have gone up.
0: Let's talk with Erin in Pasadena. You're on AirTalk.
5: Thanks, Larry. I found that the um, AP classes were pitched to me in high school as um, not only a financial incentive once in college, but as kind of a competitive edge to show colleges that you were challenging yourself. But when I got to college, my advisor informed me that for some reason or another, they weren't going to apply. And so it kind of was a lot of effort and time. I mean, I don't like to sort of waste it, but I, I thought, if anything, the best thing they did was just show that I was willing to challenge myself.
0: And do you think it helped you get admission to the school where you're going? Do you think you would have got in regardless of those AP courses?
5: I think it definitely I think it helped um i think that sc- i think scoring is something that hasn't maybe been addressed yet but that the was, i was very worried about my scores when in reality i think just the um, me being in those classes throughout high school was what was the best preparation and okay. that it wasn't ever a financial um, – there wasn't really a, an actual financial incentive to come from it.
0: All right, Erin, I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Margaret in Claremont, you're on AirTalk.
2: Hi, I'd like to make um, an opposite case from some of the callers. I'm very much not in favor of giving college credit for AP, and here's why. One thing is that if one in five students have AP. Let's talk about the four and five that don't. Disproportionately low socioeconomic students don't have AP credit. So while there is a financial boon for families and, and, and having overall low tuition costs, it's not being felt by arguably the, the, the same ways that need it most. And moreover, let's remember that it's called advanced placement. Colleges can, uh, so to speak, forgive prerequisites um, for having taken those courses. But college is taking college courses from college professors in college classrooms, and I think actually it shorts a student uh, to give to displace college courses for that work. As we just heard in the last call. Um, It has a fine purpose in terms of what it's done for uh, secondary education and helping students gain admission. But let's not throw out the baby with the bathwater.
0: All right. I appreciate it, Margaret. Thanks very much. Uh, Paul Weinstein of Johns Hopkins University, Uh, your response, particularly on the issue that lower-income students have less access to AP courses.
1: Well, it is true that lower-income students – uh, do have or typically take AP courses uh, at a lower rate than um, uh, higher income students do. Uh, one of the good stories about AP is that in, since 1990, a 1, thousand more schools now offer AP courses. So we've seen actually very significant increases in in participation rates for African-Americans, uh, uh, um, Hispanic-Americans, uh, Asian-Americans. You know those rates are going considerably way up, and the performance of those students in those courses and on the exams has gone up as well. So I, you know, I I appreciate the fact that uh, you know it it might be still that uh, (laughs) um, higher income people are enjoying the benefit more than than lower income or middle income people. But I think that our, the the point there that we should and the thing we should follow through on that issue is that we should actually work to ensure that more lower income and middle income students can actually um, are ready to take AP courses and and can actually do well with AP. And, uh, and that when they get to college, they're aware of exactly what the schools are offering in terms of ad- advanced placement credit. Well, as,
0: as Linwood appears to be doing with, with its range of, of students enrolled in that district. Uh, let's see. uh Northridge says, I teach college biology for students majoring in it. We don't accept AP Bio. It just doesn't adequately prepare students. I don't know if he teaches at Cal State Northridge or uh, teaches elsewhere. Uh, Jessica tweets at Air Talk my children take AP classes they detest them they spend a year teaching to one test it really isn't learning uh let's see let's bring another listener into the conversation here uh Laura in San Pedro you're on air talk your quick comment please
6: yeah i just graduated 2 years ago from high school and now in college, it saved me a lot of money. AP English, AP Physics, and AP Latin. But I had to go from a San Pedro high school to Pola, the port of Los Angeles, because they didn't have an AP Physics teacher at the LAUSD school.
0: Okay, so for you, it was it was it was a positive though, saving all that money. And were most of your units accepted?
6: No, and the physics. Oh, it kind of humbled me. Even though I got a score of four, you know, yeah, four or five was four out five. of five. Yeah, we had to take it, and then I learned I was writing run-on sentences in some of the theorems. So it humbled me. Like I was glad I did that, but I was able to focus on my major a lot faster. And it, I was thinking of dropping out, but it kept me in because I could focus not on these core classes that I've spent four years doing in high school. I could focus on my major.
0: All right. Thanks so much, Laura. Appreciate your call. Alex in Costa Mesa says, I took a lot of AP in high school. Then I was a uh, double major in college because I didn't have to take the general courses in college. So took same number of college units, sounds like, but enabled her to get a double major. Ray in Cypress says, my kids are seniors taking AP classes, including AP biology. Use the same textbook as Cal State Long Beach does. Get five hours of credit if they accept it. Uh, however, at Cal State, it takes you longer to get through the very same course. You can share your comments on the Airtalk page, kpcc.org. And my thanks to our guests for joining us to talk about advanced placement courses. A lot more to come in the second hour. Tell you about it shortly.